2: Welcome to Dazzo and the Degenerates podcast, our second edition, and let's be real, everyone loves to gamble. i bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're on. Talking sports gambling here in the Quad Cities with two of my favorite Degenerates, Pete and Stroop, all the way out in California. California. Colorado, how are you guys doing? Doing great, Matt. Glad to be back for week two.
0: Yeah, great. It was, uh, I, I thought we had a great weekend.
2: Yeah, we did well. We'll talk about how we did last week. We'll move on to how we're going to do this week. Give you guys some plays. Hopefully you guys can make some money. we got a lot of things to get to, but we start each and every week with our kick in the nuts of the week. Oh, yeah! <laughs> right in the nuts! That was
1: beautiful! <laughs> this week's kick in the nuts was our five-team money line Parlay. All four teams at one. Michigan State versus Arizona State, a rock-throwing contest. Neither team could (laughs) score. Uh, Michigan State finally punched one in to go up 7-3 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Arizona State drove, couldn't move the ball all day long. Somehow scores. Get to fourth and 13. Fourth and 13 inside the 20. The quarterback couldn't throw the ball from here to the wall. He ends up (laughs) running, gets the first down. Touchdown, Arizona State, shortly thereafter. Michigan State couldn't move the ball either all game long. They move it all the way down, 42-yard field goal, up and good to tie it. Think you're going overtime. Checking the phone on that game, I see 10-10 overtime. I'm ecstatic. Check back in one minute later to see where what happened. Miss 47-yard field goal due to a due to a penalty. So that gets your kick in the nuts of the week for us.
2: Yeah, when you the penalty was 12 guys on the field, they move it back five more yards. Missed the field goal. And, and the other ones were, I don't want to say the other ones were pretty easy because we kind of sweated out Minnesota a little bit as well, but those are one of those kick in the nuts. The other games we lost, uh, uh, Strooper, were something that you talked about last week. We lost two games by the total, each one by, by one point, depending on where you're playing. And, and those points, why they look silly, and you think, what's the difference between one and two points? They make a huge difference in Vegas.
0: Oh, absolutely, Matt. And uh, that's that's exactly what happened. Um, Iowa favored by, uh, I believe, two and a half points, and uh, they win by. uh, Am am I right? Is that two? Did they win by two or did they win by one?
2: They were favored. They were favored by two, and they won by one. And then they. And they won. Yeah, and then the other one that we had with the Bears were favored by two, two and a half. half, Depending on when you got it, It went down to
1: two and one and a half. So you could have you could have essentially won. Both games, you could have won Iowa if you had the money line. I think the money line was minus 125 at kickoff. And the Bears were down to two. Some places, one and a half. So depending on when you got it, we could have easily went five and one. uh, Posted picks three and three, but pretty successful. weekend of games. Yeah,
2: and obviously our goal is to be above five hundred, but if you're five hundred and you're having fun, that's the main thing and a lot of close calls along with that as well. We will go through our picks and kind of tell you what we had last week, what were the winners, what were the ones that we wish we had back. We mentioned the three unfortunate losers with was the kick of the nuts from Michigan State. And I'll be betting against Sparty a lot this year simply because of that kick in the nuts. Then also you had the um, Hawkeyes in which we put up officially to take Iowa and the points but unfortunately um lay the points. To th- lay the points, excuse me. But um, luckily for me, I took, uh, I took them in a money line. I mean, I got smart towards the end. I did Ohio State and Iowa money line parlay, and I won that. Unfortunately, we didn't share that on the podcast, although we mentioned a lot. <laughs> we mentioned a lot. If it gets close and if you're wondering, it's better to win less money and get a money line than somehow than to do that as well. And then also, the other um, tough play was the one that Pete just talked about, the Bears- I don't know how a Bears fan even watched that game. More or less, a Bears fan who was gambling on the Bears. That's yeah, that's, that's a roller coaster. That's
1: a rough one, and I think I think it's going to be this rough almost every week. But uh, I guess the the way you got to look at it is one and one a winner. And if you had if you had Bears minus one and a half, or you went money line, you you did well. Um, I had I had Bears minus two by the time I got in, and just lucky to get
2: away with a push.
0: Oh, I had Bears two and a half. So. Uh... So the only win in my
2: book was the Bears win. We did have some winners, and we'll talk about those. Obviously, we had the Northwestern under. It was at 53 and a half, and that one was pretty easy. So that is a winner. Also, we had the Falcons. (laughs) I took a money line. We put them plus two and a half. I took a money line eventually. We won that one, although it was a little bit of a roller coaster ride at the end. But it doesn't matter. We had our losses, so we'll take that as a win as well. And then the last one, which was a pretty easy one, we didn't know that Drew Brees was going to rip up his thumb, but we had the Rams minus two. I think you're fine if Drew Brees even played, but obviously Brees going out made that an easy victory And our three ways that we made you guys money last week. So we'll put last week to rest, and we'll move ahead to week of the college football season, and then we'll talk about week three of the NFL season as well. We have some interesting matchups. We'll start with this game, guys. Michigan at Wisconsin. The line is Wisconsin minus 3.5. The over-under is set at 43, and this is one of those rare ones where we like, we all kind of agree. We'll start with you, Pete. What do you like? What do you know about Michigan at Wisconsin? Um, I like Michigan in this game. Uh, Wisconsin obviously has come out rip-roaring
1: to start the year, just scoring a bunch of points, giving up nothing. Um, Wisconsin has won the last four games in this matchup at Madison, but I think you got to look in this one from a, from a preseason ranking, Michigan was, uh, one of those top teams. People have them in the final four. They struggled against Army, probably should have lost that game. The, the secret there is Army's a really good football team. They might finish this year with that, that being a, their only loss. Um, so I like Michigan getting that three and a half. I, we talk about numbers here, and the key football numbers, 3, 7, 10, 14. Those are huge football numbers. In the NFL alone, 15% of the games finish with a, a margin of victory of 3. So if you could get that extra half a point, that is huge. Uh, I, I like that. I think this is going to be a low-scoring, tight game. I like Michigan plus 3.5.
2: Strooper, you agree.
1: Talk about it.
0: I totally agree. Uh, we talked about it. We talked about it last week. Um, As far as percentages go, I want you to know as of right now, according to pregame.com, 72% of the tickets are on Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin obviously hasn't been tested. Um, Michigan, uh, there's a definite overreaction uh, coming on on the Wolverines because of that Army game. I absolutely love the three and a half points. Wouldn't be surprised for a Michigan victory. Or it comes down to the wire. Wisconsin kicks a field goal. They win by one or two points, and and, and we call it a day and a win. But uh, I I have a lot of faith in the Wolverines as well.
2: Yeah, guys, I think when you look at this, it didn't make sense. There's something weird about this game because on paper, Wisconsin has looked amazing the first two weeks. Everybody, as Adam just mentioned, is overreacting about the Army game and the near loss to Army. you got to forget about that stuff and kind of look at the two teams. Those games don't mean anything coming up this weekend. And Pete, I think, said it best. The hook, which we'll talk about a lot, is very important. The hook is the .5. And like Adam said, maybe a late field goal wins us for Wisconsin or Michigan wins outright. But I think that hook will come into play. I lean Michigan this one as well. You guys both like Michigan. That'll be one of our bets that we put out, one of our plays that we put out on our Twitter. And don't forget, if you are uh, listening to the podcast, make sure you follow us on Twitter. We'll have updates throughout the weekend with things we like, with things we don't like. Um, you can follow us at, at Dazzo and the Degenerates. I think it's... Pete, I think you know what it's at QC, QC
1: Sportsbet at QC Sportsbet.
2: Yeah, so make sure you check that out and and do that as well, so you can keep updated throughout the weekend because we simply can't podcast twenty four seven or our wives would well they'd leave us to be honest. So um, moving on, a game we don't all agree on, but we'll definitely want to talk about Nebraska at Illinois. The line is Nebraska minus thirteen. The over under is sixty two and a half. I'll give my opinions on this in a second. It's it's not overall agreeing on what's going on, but Pete will talk with you. Um, Big Ten opener for your Illini? Is that a thing?
1: Oh, I'm a basketball Illini. Football, <laughs> football I, don't, I don't go down that road. Uh, so this one, Nebraska's won the last three matchups all by over two touchdowns. Last year, these two teams combined for 89 points. Uh, I, I don't think Illinois has got a chance to win this game. The 13, I, I don't really have that much of an opinion on. But I do like 62.5 for the over in this game. Uh, Illinois shown so far they could score the ball can't do a whole lot of stopping on defense. Nebraska is probably – I would think Nebraska's going to be a 40-point scorer in this game. Adam,
2: what says you?
0: This is a pure numbers play for me. Um, I, I actually like the Illini. Uh, you know what? For all the Illini fans that are going to tell me that Eastern Michigan was a good team, I don't care.
2: Um, Illinois
0: is still a really bad football team. But at the same time, they're at home. Um, they're coming off of that, uh, that, that loss and uh, honestly 90% again of the money is on uh Nebraska and and so I look to the other side in this one uh it will be a small play for me um I'm not going to waste too much money on the fighting line this year
2: yeah you don't really want to play my my rule with gambling is you don't want to play bad teams a lot you don't want to bet on bad teams don't make it a practice to bet on bad football teams that usually don't win a lot of money um this game when I when it first came out I sold it at 10 and a half and it's gotten all the way up to 13 um Illinois, and you mentioned losing to Eastern Michigan and people saying Eastern Michigan, they're a decent football team. They have three victories in Big Ten play in the last three years. Illinois has four total in that amount of time. So it's a bad football team in Illinois. They don't play defense. I know they only gave up three points to Akron to start the season. Since then, they gave up way too many points to UConn. They gave up 34 to Eastern Michigan. Um, I love the over-under in this game, but I also love Nebraska. I don't like giving up 13 points. My play will be... A simple tease. Well, I'll tease Nebraska, and I'll do a seven-point tease. I'll tease them down to minus six, so they have to win by a touchdown. And then I'll tease the under over under down seven points to fifty-five and a half. I'll take the over on that one, and hopefully, I'll take that to the bank and win a little little bit of money. Come Saturday evening, that's a seven o'clock kick down in Champaign. One that we all love, that we all couldn't believe the line. Michigan State at Northwestern. Right now, Michigan State is minus nine and a half, which is absolutely ridiculous to me. Um, we mentioned our, our kick in the nuts to begin the uh, podcast. I will be betting against Michigan State a lot. I knew I would as I watched them miss that field goal. But then the fact that this game comes up and it's a nine and a half points, and they only scored seven last week against Arizona State. How do they go on the road to Northwestern and, and win by double figures? I don't see it. I love Michigan State, or excuse me, I love Northwestern in this game. Give me the nine and a half points. I don't even think you need that many. You could pop, maybe you could moneyline it, but I'll be safe. I'll take the nine and a half points and I'll hopefully watch an easy victory.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So this game opened up uh, Northwestern getting six and a half points, and I liked it at that point. Was ready to bet it. Um, I took it at eight and a half and just locked in because I thought it was going to drop. Uh, think there may have been an injury I wasn't aware of, saw so it jump the nine and a half. I think that just. Way too many. Uh, also, in gambling, something you can do, like we said, key numbers are out there on sites. You can buy an extra half a point. So, for example, you could get Northwestern at plus 10. You just have to give up a little. You'll probably be, um, you'd have to bet $12 to win 10, something in that, in that range. That's also an option out there when gambling. But in this one, Northwestern's won the last three meetings. The over under in this game is 38 and a half. So, you got to think. I, I actually don't think it's probably even going to get to that number. Um, but at thirty-eight and a half, and then a nine and a half point spread. I mean, that's that's saying Weird. Michigan State. Yeah, kind of looking to maybe score a little too much there. And Northwestern not scored also. Yeah, I like I like Northwestern. Tough team to play at home. Like you said, Daz. Michigan State just no offense at all. I don't trust that quarterback to
2: get any yards. Make it a clean sweep, Strooper. Tell us why we're right.
0: Oh, I. I absolutely love Northwestern as well. The only question I have in my mind, and and Pete, you brought it up, is whether I buy the half a point. And and I'll be honest, I've been pretty disciplined throughout the years, uh, as as, as I've learned. Um, I will probably, if it's at 9.5, buy that extra half a point to make it a football number at 10. Um, This one checks two out of the three boxes for me. So, first off, uh, I have this game ranking-wise and points-wise. I have it as a pick That's including... Uh, giving Northwestern uh, a three-point advantage uh, because it's at home, and you'll hear that a lot, of three-point advantage at home. Um, so, so I th- have this game as a pick em. Uh That checks the box. Obviously, um, uh, the, um, the fact that uh, they are a 66% of the money is on Northwestern does worry me a little, um, but, but on the other hand, again, I, I like the dog at home, and, uh, and that's good.
2: Um, The next game we'll talk about, I don't really have an opinion on this one, but you guys both will be the degenerates that I know and love and be gambling on this game. Auburn at Texas A&M. It is Texas A&M minus four at home. The over-under is at 48. So Texas A&M minus four at home. The over-under, 48. Pete, you don't love the minus four, but it's that 48 number that you kind of like a little bit.
1: Yeah, I like the the 48. So these two teams, uh, last two meetings, total 52 and 69 points together. Uh, this year's lower. I actually like Texas A&M, too. I think four's, four's kind of that iffy number. Love it at three, even three and a half. I think I've seen some places go down to three and a half. Uh, A&M, though, this, Auburn's won the last three uh, matchups at College Station, but watching these two teams, Auburn was one of those... Where kind of thought maybe this was going to be it for Gus there that he could get fired after this year if they struggled, A and M looked pretty solid in what I saw at Clemson. That would be my lean for them. It's just they they looked good. They kind of hung in that game a little bit. I mean I didn't get the doors blown off them, but uh, I think A and M minus four may be one of my plays. Also do like that over forty eight.
2: Uh, Stroop, I think you'll disagree with this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, again. Uh, I like the points. Um, I'm going to tell you though. I, I have I have this game uh, Texas A&M. I have them as a half point favorite in my uh, in my rankings, um, which leads me to say that if I'm going to play this, it's going to be a small play. It's going to be on Auburn. Um, I will tell you guys that Auburn's uh, in the last three at Texas A&M. Um, straight up, obviously Auburn's three and zero. And, uh, and, and and so I, I look at the trends a little bit, um, but, man, I'm not going to sit here and, and try to talk you guys into to playing Auburn.
2: The next game we will chat a little bit about is Oklahoma State at Texas. Texas is a five-point favorite, and the over-under is at 73. And two of the three of us like the Longhorns. I know... And the thing is... I like trends, and trends don't agree with us, but the eyeball test for me makes it that I think Texas is a good football team. They they should have beaten LSU. I think LSU is a really good football team. They let that game slip away. They're at home. Oklahoma, I don't have a lot of respect for the Big 12. I think there's two good teams, maybe three if you throw Iowa State in, in the Big 12, and then everybody else is kind of, eh, they're okay. So I don't have the numbers and the, uh, the trends that these two yahoos will have, but my eyeball test says that – Texas is a better team, and they're at home. Five points isn't the touchdown that I think they'll beat them by, at least. So I like Texas in minus five in this game. Pete agrees, and he'll have lo- the smart logic behind it as well.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you fully on just the, the eyeball test. So the the numbers and the trends...
2: Oh, the do, numbers might not agree with the us. The
1: numbers do not agree <laughs> with us at all. So Oklahoma State's won the last four between these. they won the last five in Austin, which is pretty uh, mind-blowing there. Wow. But, but Oklahoma State just hasn't they haven't played anybody this year. They played nobody. You know Oklahoma State's going to give up in the 40s. Texas is dropping a 40 spot minimum here. Um, The five doesn't even bother me because I think whoever wins this game is winning by seven to ten points. It's just going to be touchdown fest. I had Texas as a Final Four team to start the year. Uh, Love the quarterback there. Texas is kind of on that way back, so I I love Texas here given the five. I would have taken them at I saw it to start at seven. I was going to take seven, then I saw it five and love it.
2: Before we go to Stroop, I think the reason why Oklahoma State has won four straight in Texas is because Oklahoma State's been a better program in the last last uh, seven five to seven years, and Texas I feel is back almost. And I think Oklahoma State, while still a good football team, is is down a little bit. They've had better teams in the past. Uh, I like Texas. I think a um, uh, negative Nelly uh, Adam Stroop is going to tell us something a little bit different. What do you got, Strooper?
0: Well. I You're going to hear me say this a lot. You guys have heard me say this a lot throughout the years. Uh, The eyeball test is exactly why I want to bet against Texas this week. Um, Because of the eyeball test, because everybody's up on Texas. And I know, Pete, um, I don't mean to give it away, but you said, you know, Texas is one of your final four teams. Um, You know, I I hope you're right. And and we'll see at the end of the season if you're you're correct. But right now, that's not enough for me. In fact, when, when people start talking that high up about a team this early on, that's when I go, I want to bet against them. So, um, you know, uh, I'll tell you, I'm looking at the numbers, 77% of the betting public on Texas right now. Um, that makes me more want Oklahoma State. And, and, and again, though, no, I will say this. Um, this play for me would be a small play. It's, it's not something I'm going to try to convince you guys to change your mind on um, because I'm, I'm, I'm not that confident. Uh, but at the same time, I probably will make it a small play.
2: So what I will say is that this is a 6.30 ABC start and this will be one of my plays where I probably won't do much with it until I see how my other bets go throughout the day. Uh, I have a wife in, in in Chicago that's going to Chicago with my two oldest sons, so I'll pack up the two-year-old, pack up the five-year-old. They'll say, Daddy, are we going over the bridge to gamble? And we will say, yeah, let's go take a trip over to Iowa and place a bet. So I believe that's what we'll be doing. I would go Texas. I probably will go Texas, um, depending on how Saturday goes as well. So a little bit divided in that one. Notre Dame is at Georgia, um, the the line on this is Georgia minus fourteen, which seems like a lot when you just look at it right off the bat. Fifty six and a half is the over under. With that being said, um, I lean Georgia a little bit on this game. I'll explain that right in a little bit, but I'll start with you, Pete. And you 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 lean the dogs as well?
1: Yeah, I think I have the dogs winning the whole thing this year, so I'm I'm a pro dogs, and I I really. I mean, if I had to cheer for a college football team, I don't mind Notre Dame. But 0-3 against top five teams, that's going to be a tough place to play. Uh, that place will be rocking. I don't think Notre Dame's ready to to face a SEC high-caliber c- team. I would lean Georgia by two touchdowns. I'm not sure that I'll, I'll bet this one. I'll probably just uh, roll a little bit of Texas, a little heavier on Texas, and go that route.
2: Um, and tell me this, too. People, I, I was surprised with the... The, the, the size of the line, because Notre Dame's looked good. They, they hammered somebody last week. Now, I know it was a bad New Mexico State team, something like that, so I know there's not a lot to that, but I thought the line with two marquee programs who's been in the college playoffs in the last couple of years would be a lot closer than the 14. So the line was 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 weird for me, which usually means Vegas knows something. Strooper, what do you know?
0: You know, 14 points to a Notre Dame football team that we know Maybe they're not as good as they've been in the in the last few years, but but I do think 14 points is a lot of points. Don't forget, guys, that if if, if the the dogs are, are up by 21 or they're up by 17, heading into three minutes left in the game, the Notre Dame offense last week we saw, and granted it was a bad football team that they played, but they can score. So what's going to happen? We're all going to be sitting there. You guys are going to be – your teeth are going to be chattering because you're going, oh, no, a garbage tea that doesn't mean a damn thing right now is going to happen. And so for me, I'd rather be on that of it and watch Notre Dame score and cover the 14 points and call it a day. Again, not a big play. You guys are probably seeing uh, this week for some reason my numbers have, have underdogs written all over them, and, and I'm bound to get pounded on a couple of them. But the goal in my life is to get 55% winners. And uh, and we'll have a winning
1: season. So I think this is one of those games we. I think we've listed off what this is our sixth game that we've went over. Yeah. I guarantee you this game draws twenty five text messages on Saturday. Where yep. right now we're like, oh, maybe we'll not play it. Maybe we'll play it. There will definitely be an opinion. It might <laughs> not be till about three o'clock in the afternoon to see how those early ones went. But I guarantee you, we're gonna be. Going back and forth, we'll be picking a side on this. And, game. and
2: when we text these things, the beauty part of following us on Twitter is that you can find out what these text messages are and you can get a play during the day on Saturday with the Notre Dame and Georgia. I'm with you guys, Ideline, Georgia. I won't play it yet, but you get enough bush lights in me on Saturday and I'll probably be playing this one way or another. One last game in college, then we'll move on to the NFL, and it is Utah at USC. Late night game. Uh, USC's been scoring a ton of points. Utah did well against BYU. is a good football team that went to, Texas, to Tennessee and won a football game as well. I just see a lot of offense in this game. Right now, it's Utah minus four. The over-under is down to 52 and a half. I know Utah's got a good defense. I lean over in this one, and I kind of like watching late-night college football on a Saturday and watching the Pac-12 Friday night. Excuse me, this is a Friday night game, and we'll be watching that one and, and watching uh, offenses go galore. So a little Friday night game, I would take the over on this one.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Matt. The last four times these two teams have played each other, that it's went over that 52 number. Um, USC's trying out that air raid offense this year. Um, both teams both played byu this year which is kind of random but um i, I agree with you night game usc uh they they're in that stage where they need to win this game or uh the rumors about their coach getting fired here this year uh i i tend to agree with you the over are definitely a 52 and a half.
2: and before we go to to strooper um they put up 41 or 45 against stanford Stanford's a, I mean they, they're a good football team, especially on the defensive side of the football. That's what made me realize that this offense can score points. I know they lost last week at BYU, but they still scored plenty of points. Adam, make it a trifecta. Tell us that we're right and give us your numbers.
0: Here's the thing, and, and I know you give me a hard time. Uh, I just moved from Arizona, so I have become a Pac-12 guy. There is nothing better than Friday and Saturday Pac-12 football. And the reason why is that from the beginning of the game, the, the fireworks are going to get started and these teams are going to be running back and forth. And it always seems like you look at a team like Utah and they have a decent defense, but at the end of the day, they just go crazy and the ball gets thrown in the air and SC has really fast athletic guys. Um, I'm with you guys on the over and, uh, and, and I would double down on this one.
2: We will kind of uh, – so to wrap up college football, if you look at it, we have three plays that we all really like. We'll put them on our Twitter. But it is Michigan getting the 3.5 on the road at Wisconsin. We also like we also like Northwestern getting 9.5 at home. And then, of course, the last one we just talked about, the over of the Utah-USC game. Let's move on to the NFL, and we'll start with your guys' as Bears because we don't come to a, a synopsis on this, but we, we all bet them last week. I luckily won because of my teaser and how smart that I am, but they're a Monday night game. They're on the road at Washington. Washington, uh, the Bears are, are laying four, so they're minus four. The over-under is 41.5. Monday night football, lots of numbers and, and trends to digest with this one, so I'll, I'll let you two Bears fans uh, give us all the, the dorky stuff. So the big trend in this game,
1: uh, Washington Redskins since 1998 have played 17 Monday night home football games. Of those 17, they've won one time.
2: They've lost at home that many times. Lost 16 Those are at all home. home.
1: All home games. Wow. So that's a good trend As here. As a Bears
2: fan, you start giggling. Bears <laughs> fan,
1: you smile, but just the, the play of the Bears has obviously not been what people have expected. I'm not a guy who bets on my team that often, but uh, last week, loved the Bears. Like I said last week, I think Washington is just they're, I think they're one of the trash bags in the in the NFL. I, I hope this game gets down to three and a half because I'd buy it down to three and take the Bears. The other question I have for you guys, so over under 41 and a half, I know there's a lot of opinions out there since the Bears can't score a touchdown, basically. They scored one, they scored one. So <laughs> 41 and a half becomes a tough number. But also we talk about we talk about props a lot.
2: Monday night footballs, props, things to that nature.
1: I want to know what you guys think Mitch Trubisky's over-under would even be.
2: That's my sneaky play that we'll talk about later on, but I don't know. Wouldn't you, I mean, what did he throw for last week? 120 yards? Something 120, like that. 120, I think he was 228 week one. I could be wrong, but about that. What would you put his number at? I mean, what would I, I think Vegas will still put it around 189, something like that. Stroop, you can weigh in. What do you think?
0: Gosh, there's probably an overreaction. So yeah, 170, 180, somewhere around there.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, that's honestly one of the interesting things about this game and, and where they go with their offense. And we know how good the Bears' defense is, but the offenses look so bad. And we talked about overreactions in, in week one. There's still, we're two weeks into the football season. How much are people overreacting to the Bears' offense? So Pete likes the Bears in this one, doesn't love the four. Where are you at with this game?
0: Oh, as far as the points, I, I'm not going to bet it. I'm not going to bet against my team. Um, you know, I have the Redskins. You're going to hear me. You're probably going to. Everybody's going to get sick of me saying it. This game could end up three to nothing. Wouldn't surprise me. And then again, uh, any Bears game wouldn't surprise me if it's three to nothing. I'm not going to bet against them. I could see Washington winning this game. Um, it, I, I hate to say it. It sounds sick, um, but that's uh, that. My lack of confidence in the Bears offense um, is, is a little bit troubling at this point. Uh, unfortunate. As good of a defense as they have, uh, that that we can't score points. So I hope that changes.
2: Um, the way I look at it is I'm going to do the exact same thing. It won't be one of our official plays, but I'm going to do the exact same thing as what I did last week. I am going to tease it by 7. I'm going to get the Bears plus 3, so even if they lose somehow or lose by a field goal, I'd push, but give me give myself a little bit of leeway there, so I'll get the Bears plus 3, and I will move that over under up to 48.5. Um, I can't imagine the Bears offense scoring... Tons of points. They better. I mean, the Washington's like like you said, they're dog crap. I mean, so they should score enough points, but that Bears defense um, shouldn't allow many more than 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 ten points to a, a, a Redskin offense that struggles. So, like as you mentioned, um, not a good football team. I will be parlaying that one, or teasing that one, I should say, and taking the Bears and the under but that's not an official play because we all don't agree moving on to our next game carolina at arizona the line right now most places that post a line is minus three the over under is 46 and a half the big thing with that this one is we don't know about cam newton and his health i don't care and i think pete can agree with me i don't care if cam plays this or not there's a team i like in this football game i don't care who plays and we'll let pete start this one off
1: yeah, and this one, I, I hope Cam plays. Uh, I, li- I like Arizona getting the three points. Even I'm assuming if Cam doesn't play, this game is probably dropping to a pick'em or Arizona minus one, which I would still play Arizona. I think they've looked pretty solid. They could have won that game against Baltimore. Uh, Kingsbury deciding to kick field goals from inside the two-yard line a few times. Um, made that comeback against Detroit. I think Kyler Murray's pretty dangerous, looks good. They're going to be a team that sneaks up on people this year. They might not win... Six, seven games, but they're going to play some teams pretty tight. I like love Arizona here.
2: Stroop, what do you got?
0: If you can get them now and you can get uh, you can get the money line at a plus, uh, you know, whatever it is 120, um, 150, uh, I, I'm not sure where it's at, but I would do Arizona. Um, everything you guys said, I agree with, and, uh, and, and they are in a great spot. Obviously, a tie to the Lions. Um, the, uh, the Ravens, um, they hold them to 23, uh, which, which the Ravens are, I think, high-powered this year as far as offense goes. I never thought I'd be saying that. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I think the spot is really, really good at home against the Panthers, whether or not Cam Newton plays.
2: I agree with absolutely everything you guys said. I like this play. Um, my hope as a Detroit Lions fan is that Arizona is a pretty good football team because we tied them. Um, and I was impressed with what they did last week being in that game against Baltimore. So almost coming back and beating the Lions at home and then almost winning on the road at Baltimore. I think they're a pretty decent football team. Carolina has been struggling, um, looked really bad on Thursday night against Tampa Bay. Um, I can see this game being a an, a victory for for Arizona, so that will be one of our big plays. Arizona, if you can get them right now, if you can get them plus three right now, jump on them and, and make yourself some money this weekend. Um, the next two games, we'll talk about Denver at Green Bay. They're minus eight. The over-under is at 42.5. Oakland and Minnesota, minus eight as well, 43.5. And I think there's something that as, as gamblers we, we see here, and it's a really good football team at home playing really bad football teams, and that kind of perks our ears up a little bit and gives us an opportunity to do, to do something.
1: Absolutely. This was one of the first ones I think we saw on uh, lines came out Sunday night into Monday morning. Uh, Green Bay, Minnesota, six-point teaser. Uh, this this has it written all, all over this bet, so dropping green bay down to i've seen green bay at seven and a half so you could get them maybe minus so teaser you take both teams down six points so if it's seven and a half you'll get them at one and a half it's if if it's eight you'll get them both at two um both have to win in order to win your bet if one of them wins one of them loses you you're a loser in that one but i love green bay minnesota teaser hate both teams I don't think Oakland's very good. Minnesota's a tough place to go play. Oakland's 1-10 in 10 on the road, their last 11. Um, also, I mean, Denver kind of playing for their season. Uh, heard a lot of people that will like Denver getting more than a touchdown. Uh, after watching them, though, I think, I mean, betting against Aaron Rodgers at home is not a very wise move, in my opinion. So, yeah, Green Bay, Minnesota, six-point teaser, one of the probably my best bet in the NFL this week.
2: Adam, what says you?
0: Same thing, uh, you guys will hear me say this from time to time, don't ever bet against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, if, if we can get them down uh, to a reasonable number, Aaron Rodgers, there's no way at home he's letting his team lose to the Denver Broncos. Um, so that's, that's an easy pick right there. Um, again, same thing goes for the Vikings. It's, it's a tough place to play. And don't forget, guys, in the NFL, um, you're going to hear me take teams that are plus four, uh, plus five at home, um, and even say that there's a good chance they're going to win. Because if you look at the percentages, it is tough to win on the road. It doesn't matter how bad that road team is. I'm sorry, how bad that home team is. And so when you have two decent teams, and and I think we all thought week one after looking at Minnesota, we went, wow, they're a pretty good football team. And and so with all of that said, um, this is. Uh, at this point, <laughs> I don't want to get crazy, but this is probably going to be the play—my play, biggest play of the year. So,
2: far. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the thing that <laughs> that stinks is that usually that ends up screwing us up one way or another. A uh, couple things when I when I look at this game. First thing is I can kind of agree with people that are betting this game separately that eight points for Denver with a good defense that's desperate I, I mean maybe i would do that but this this game you jumps right at, at you as a game that you have to take both teams you have to tease it down i'm not going to mess with six points I'm going to go right to seven points. I'll give up the extra juice. I'll do a seven-point teaser. I'll make it minus 120 just so that I win because I don't want to get screwed by a team that that only wins by one when I have a minus two. So I'll tease them both down to minus one, and I'll get them at minus one, and, and unless they tie, I'm going to push somehow some way with a one-point win. So just the way life is in the NFL and in college football and in sports gambling in general, I'll pay a little extra right now, especially what happened last weekend. Well, actually week one, which we weren't doing a podcast for. We lost the Seattle game um, out west because of just one point and not getting enough points on the tee. So I'm going to go ahead and tease that down to seven, but we both and we all agree that teasing um, Green Bay and Minnesota is a very good idea coming up this week. And also, as two Bears fans and a Lions fan, if we lose our bet that means one of our rivals lost. So there's a silver lining in it as well. One more game in the NFL we'll talk about, and then we'll get to our sneaky plays of the week. Um, Baltimore at Kansas City. The line is Kansas City minus 6.5. The over-under is at 55. I'll start with Pete. Uh, in this
1: game, I lean towards Kansas City. Uh, anything under 7 is good with me since they score so much. This one, yeah, could be the over is not a bad number since both teams have been dropping some severe points. Uh Kansas City though just too hard to stop. Baltimore kind of that team you don't know if you trust yet. Uh 13 point favorites at home against Arizona. Uh kind of struggled to to put that one away. So Kansas any Kansas City anything under a touchdown I lean towards them. Adam, what do you th- what do you think? Adam, what do you think? <laughs>
0: I love the Chiefs. Um, I think I've played them actually the last two weeks. Um, they, they score and they're so potent that the, the number really doesn't matter, especially if it's under seven. Um, I do think it's a bad spot for the Ravens. Ravens have looked really, really good. Um, again, you could say the same thing about the Chiefs, right? But they're at home. Um, they're just a solid football team all the way around. And so, uh, you know, a big play on the Chiefs for me.
2: Um, I don't think the Ravens are nearly as good as what everybody thinks they are. They've played two. Miami's a bad football team. That's why everybody fell in love with them. They're a really bad football team. Arizona, I think, is a little bit better, but they're still not a great football team that at home you should struggle with them. Um, I think Kansas City I think in the AFC there's two teams It's New England and Kansas City and then the rest of the there's a big drop off before the rest of them even get talked about uh, Arrowhead Stadiums a really tough place to play I think there's a huge overreaction on the fact that the Ravens are as good as they are and as high powered as they are. I love Kansas City in this one as long as it stays at six and a half, I think they win by a touchdown. This is another team that if you're interested in tossing in money line parlays and that kind of stuff or just teasers if you like Green Bay and you like Minnesota if 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 you want to just toss Kansas City into that as well so that you don't have to worry about a point spread, that's great. The bad part is one of these teams will probably screw (laughs) you. I don't know which one, but one of these teams will probably screw you. But that's one that we all kind of agree on, Kansas City. So our three NFL bets that we all agree on here on Dazzo and the Degenerates is Carolina and Arizona. We like Arizona getting the points, getting three points. We like um, the T's of Green Bay and Minnesota, and then we also like Kansas City. You can lay the points at six and a half, and you should be fine on that one as well. Those are our winners in the NFL. Before we let you go, we got to talk about our sneaky play of the week. I'll start this one off, and Pete kind of preluded or talked about it a little bit earlier. I hate, and these two idiots can 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 back me up on this. I hate Mitch Trubisky. I think he's a I think he's a really bad football player and a bad quarterback. With that being said, there's such an overreaction to the way he's played, and, and the Bears can't continue to just run the football and think they're going to be fine. They need good play from their quarterback. They're playing a bad football team in Washington. I'm really intrigued. You won't get the prop bets up until later on to see what they are, but if that thing's anywhere at 170 or lower, jump on Trubisky. I mean, it can't be that, it can't be that bad. And you have an offensive-minded coach, so I, as much as I hate to say this because I think he's a bad quarterback and I don't like to bet on bad teams or players, I'd be interested in seeing what Mitch Trubisky's yards are, and I would almost take the over on them if you want to put a little bit of money on it and have some fun. So if that number, let's say let's say that number is to... two, 215,
1: uh, what are no, you doing? No, I can't touch it. So what's, what's your uh, magic number on that? What's the number <sighs> you're uh, your thinking?
2: I think he throws for 200 yards. So if it's 199 and a yeah, half Yeah, I think he does throw for 200 yards and that's i mean I, guys i i you guys know listeners out there i I think he's terrible, but with all, I think Washington's a bad football team, and if he if he doesn't throw for 200 yards and he struggles again, there's really big, big I don't think he's going to set the world on fire, and I'm also going on the fact that I have bashed him on every medium that I have for the last week. So with that being said, he'll go up and put up a boatload of yards and throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns or something like that. So he's got to play better. The defenses he's played the first two weeks, to give him some credit, have been good defenses. Denver's is a really good defense. Washington's is a step down from that. He better play better. There's big problems in Chicago. So, yeah, at 200 or less, I'll jump on it. 200, 220 is a little bit. I just, I don't want to waste my good money on, I don't want waste to my, waste my wife's good money on, on Mitch Trubisky too much. So, not a big play, a sneaky play on Mitch Trubisky.
1: Without seeing it, my number is going to be, I know you guys said in the hundreds. I'm going to say, I think the number online is going to be like 226 and a half. I think it's going to be over two and a <sighs> quarter. Um, just because he threw in the 220s the first game, Washington's secondary is bad. It'll be something. If it's, I'm with you. If it's under 220, I, I'm playing that yeah. as well. So I think that's, a, that's a definite uh, give him a shot. What's your sneaky play? Do you got a sneaky play for us? Uh, my sneaky play, so I we mentioned Northwestern. I would honestly think about taking Northwestern plus 300 as a money line. But yeah. to give you my other sneaky play here, um, Saturday night, 9 o'clock, Colorado at Arizona State, under 50. Uh, this year, Arizona State's, obviously, they played three games. All three games, they've given up seven points each game. Uh, they're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, so Vegas has them winning the game. I don't think Arizona State's able to score 30 points, so uh, I think that, that under looks pretty good there. Uh, under 50 is my sneaky play.
2: A good example of these sneaky plays, is I wish I would have mentioned last week, and I wish I would have bet it, um, I kind of liked Kansas on the road at Boston College, plus 1,000. I, have, I thought Les Miles was in a good spot. I thought it was a decent opportunity, and they end up winning that football game easily. That's kind of the sneaky play we're looking for. I like Trubisky, if the numbers are right, with the passing yards. Pete likes the under for Arizona State and Colorado. Adam, give us a sneaky play before we go.
0: I'll make it quick. I, I, I hate to say it because we had such a roller coaster with them last week, but I think Falcons... Uh, they're getting a point and a half this week. Uh, I think they win the game. Um, I'm not sold on on the Colts and, and uh, their offense at all. And, and I think uh, I, I, th- I think you'll be fine taking the Falcons. Um, again, small play, but sneaky play.
2: There you have it, Dazzo's and the degenerate Dazzo and the degenerate. Edition number two. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media. Um, at QC Sports Bet is where we're at. Dazzle and the Degenerates is what it's called on Twitter. Make sure you follow us. We'll be tweeting throughout the weekend and giving you some updated plays. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can find the podcast on everything. If you're having trouble finding it, all you have to do is search WQAD in any of the forms that you have, Spotify, Apple, Um, I'm missing some, Uh, Stitcher, any of those. If you put WQAD in, all the podcasts that we have at WQAD will all go to that as well. So make sure you check us out on any of the forms and subscribe to us, rank us, be nice to us. Five-star ratings are awesome. Give us your feedback. We'd love to hear them. We're just a bunch of degenerates trying to have some fun doing a sports gambling podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Adam, hope all is well out there. We'll be texting all weekend, my friend. Hopefully we have some good luck this weekend. Uh, we pretty much
1: set ourselves up for either Green Bay or Minnesota losing since we all <laughs> loved it so much, play of the year. But it uh, should be a fun weekend of football. All right, guys, enjoy it. We'll talk to you next week.
0: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader.